This is 88.5 WFDD, public radio for the Piedmont. I'm David Ford. Singer-songwriter and producer Ben Folds has a new book out, A Dream About Lightning Bugs, A Life of Music and Cheap Lessons. It debuted at number seven on the New York Times bestseller list. For years, the Winston-Salem native enjoyed a kind of cult status atop the alternative rock world as leader of the Ben Folds Five. But getting there was messy failed marriages, musical battles lost, and lessons learned. Ben Folds recently returned to his hometown and a packed Reynolds Auditorium, his old high school, to promote the new book. The title comes from a vivid, prophetic dream that stuck with Folds since the age of three. Adults and children alike are marveling at his ability to present lightning bugs in all their glory. It stuck with me, and I began to kind of see it as a metaphor of art. Not that I'm the guy who can see things and everyone else can't, but that everyone can see a thing that someone else doesn't see. The next step is the bottling of it, which is, you know, that just depends on if you're crazy enough to spend all the time or or you're dedicated your life or you're lucky enough to have grown up uh, maybe in an environment that was supportive or fostered the bottling of ideas, you know? Um, you know, there, there are people that I know that are architects and they can see a space. They see the whole thing. I just see some bricks and some stuff. I don't see the space, you know. And uh, people that make little arts and crafts and people that cut hair and all these things. Are, there's a creative element to all of them, a creative visual element to all of them uh, that is theirs uniquely. What was unique to Folds was his ability to absorb sounds. By the age of two, he was listening to 45s on his little turntable up to eight hours a day. He says for him, it was an invaluable lesson. I mean, I don't think that there's any better training for a kid than listening. Hmm. You know, so the first thing you're going to do as a, as a kid is you're going to start learning you know, tonality as we know it. The more that you hear that and you've got it underneath you know, your, your belt, the better. Now, you know, parents who would have said, well, you know, that's a little weird. I'm going to take the turntable from them. I'm not going to let them do that anymore. I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. I needed that as a step. And I think that anyone that's uh, got kids that are learning music, I, I do think that that's an incredible first step. You know, in the liabilities camp is that if you're so obsessive as to listen to that much music, you've got some wiring that might be a little bit of a challenge when you grow up, you know, and so I've had those. But at the same time, you know, it gave me an incredible vocabulary. So by the time I was about six years old, I was dreaming songs. That same year, he began writing his music on staff paper, and Folds continued as a prolific songwriter throughout his school years. After college, a few failed bands, and years of cover gigs, he vowed to perform exclusively his own music. He formed Ben Folds Five, a rare piano rock trio. Gone was the guitar and, he says, old rock and roll cliches like, I cried for you, girl. First of all, no, you didn't. And... (laughs) Second of all, it's just supporting a narrative that he's weaving throughout a song that she did him wrong and he's showing how vulnerable he is and how sensitive he is and maybe he'll get lucky then with somebody else, I guess, after he sings that song. So from my point of view, I wanted really badly to hear someone just be the dude next door. One of the first things that occurred to me was all these guys like being so super, like I feel this and everything I feel. What about you don't feel anything? 
Like the times that you're sitting there and someone tells you something and you're like staring at a bowl of fries and you don't feel anything at all. And some of it's because you cut off, like you felt too much. Sometimes it's because, I don't know, we just don't always, or you might laugh, like you might laugh at a funeral. What if these things were in a song? Because those are real. Keeping it real resonated with audiences across the country and around the world. But Fold's storytelling skills began growing up in Winston-Salem in the 1970s during the peak of integration. He and his family changed neighborhoods frequently due to his dad's construction job. And Fold says that unique exposure to class diversity had a lasting impact. First of all, there was the racial thing. So you hang out with both sides of that. And then it's like, you know, we lived out in the county for a while. So people on the street that we lived on sometimes just, well, they talk like that. And when you come into town, then suddenly it's like an influx of people that come from up north somewhere, and they have like a straight accent, like that accent you hear on TV. And so there's a whole strata. We get on a couple times on a, on a Learjet with a family, friends who were big stuff. You know? And then the next day it'd be like the kind of kids that couldn't afford shoes. And I think that being in all of those puts you in a real observer's position. And when it came to songwriting, I feel like it gave me a sense of, of empathy in songwriting that is a rare gift that I see it that way. For WFDD News, I'm David Ford. Thanks to all my friends, family, teachers, anyone that came out here and knew me. Thank you, thank you very much.